When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. And I'm Jordana Abraham. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. So good to be back here with you on this <laughs> April Fool's Day. Is this April Fool's? It is April Fool's. We did it. We made it. Hopefully. This whole year has been a, a huge April Fool's. We've been fools all year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're getting ahead. Uh, yeah. We don't know what's happened from when we taped to now, but we hope that we're this, still, we're the two still, of us are still alive. alive and kicking <laughs> and we laugh because we are scared. Yeah. Um, but we also we're here for you. We're here to put out content so that you can get through your day. I, it might be. If you're still stuck in the house from when we taped this, then this might be a um, a helpful uh, vacation, a mind vacation from the tries and tribs of what's going on in the world, right? Yeah, I mean, you will. Have, when are you supposed to move in? Today. Today. So you're moving um, today. If we're allowed to move in, we're okay. moving in today. Um, yeah, and that's stressful as it is without what's going on with COVID and all that stuff. But right. um, yeah, we're supposed to move in today. I'm excited. We, I, uh, I just there let everyone go. know. You're excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I've gotten used to the, yeah, I've gotten used to the, yeah, you, know, you are. The relationships speak. I have to get used to via, <laughs> you know, big brother. It's funny. When we first started dating, um, we went on our first trip, we went to Mexico and then um, we ran into one of his friends in the airport on the way back mm. or some, one of his friend's wives. Um, and she was like, oh, how's the trip? He's like, it was good. And I'm like, what? He's like, I'm like, it was what? He's like, it was great. It was great. <laughs> it, it is unbelievable. Yeah. The, the thing is, when you get a girlfriend and when you get somewhat serious, you realize that you have been entered in to this wild competition that you had no idea was going on. Like you knew it was going on, but you didn't know how it was happening and, and what levels of it was happening and how nuanced and quiet it was. But just that story alone Mike is probably sitting there going, I said it was good. I had a good time. What do I have to do? And you and you, you look had at a him, good time? Good time. Right. Now I got her telling everyone that we didn't seem excited about our vacation. We had a good time? Yeah, and we we're like, like no guy is worried <laughs> about the tone of your good time to right. his buddy being <gasps> off. Right. Yeah, I mean. Because you've been at, here's the thing. You've been at brunch tables that have had Shit talking, I'm sure, right? Like you've been at brunch tables and have had shit talking conversations as small and trivial as that interaction. Yeah, that's all we do is just analyze relationships, people, 
shit talk that's like the that's like the and who it, we are and that's and the thing. i i have to tell you something i love it yeah <laughs> it's fun i love it i mean i know that it's bad to gossip and it's bad to talk about things but like i think that's there's got to be there's an evolutionary need for it because like that's why i love that real housewife shit bachelor well, it's just like it feels good to like talk about someone else's life well it's it, speculate I, I, wildly listen i'm a huge bachelor fan i get yeah. that what i don't understand it, what i when i see it is when i talk about the bachelor like because mm-hmm. just imagine when you watch someone go crazy for a game like the super bowl and you go how could anyone get that into that i never understand it well yeah. how could that's how he thinks about you <laughs> how could she ever care about the tone of my good of the right. vacation was good like that's the same that's it's fun, the same yeah, it's thing. funny because whenever he's like that's the t- only time i see him super riled up he's like screaming at the tv i'm like what about screaming about how great our vacation was <laughs> exactly and he <laughs> he just when you're dumbfounded he's as dumbfounded right about how his reaction wasn't good enough because you don't understand when he watches football the 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 like the th- the emotional impact of a loss is to a guy like oh my team right. lost so now i'm less of a man i'm gonna get made fun of like i'm not saying this is all true i've or never with- understood that i'm always like you're not even on the team like, like well here's <laughs> what i understand nothing to do with you <laughs> i well like i used to do a joke i was trying to do a joke about the nfl okay mm-hmm. and the nfl is where this is the most college football and nfl football is where it's the most you know crazy right if you make a joke about like let's say like i remember i would go on stage and i was trying to make a joke about the nfl but i didn't know what team to choose because every time i said a different team someone from the audience would get would yell out to stop me from doing the joke so i would go i and this is how great and, and, and what yeah. you realize is that nfl teams are like a family member to a lot of people so I would, I remember I would go Buffalo Bills and someone would go, oh, whoa, 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 not Buffalo, whoa, we're going to be fine. And it's like, I'm just trying to do my fucking joke. I don't give a fuck about Buffalo. Right. I don't give a fuck about your, your team. Like, I'm not making fun of your team to get you. And I think that's what sports, that's what happens a lot with guys is like it becomes a personal. It becomes a religion. Ex- it's a really, it's a personal extension right. of you. Yeah. They represent a part of you. And it's the same thing. As the boyfriend saying, vacation was good. Yeah, I can't wait to move in. Oh, what? what? (laughs) You're, because they know, we don't understand how that's getting, like what happens later on. Right. Well, the issue is like the social media and the brunch table thing where it's like, oh, like I heard this guy say he was like, you know, he wrote that whole nice poem about her or something like whatever like yeah, long-winded it, it, anniversary it, who who wrote um i just saw a tweet that was like the longer your anniversary post caption the worse the Corinne relationship Fisher. is doing yeah Corinne yeah it was Fisher. very yeah, funny yeah i yes. i agree with that completely it was so funny and yeah everyone go follow corinne she's got a great yeah. podcast guys we fucked i i i <laughs> and she's fantastic i it is interesting because i'm noticing my tone isn't enough for our relationship milestones and you know what it becomes a little sh- i i, I don't want to use a phrase i don't exactly know the meaning you know schadenfreude it, okay what is I, i've heard of it i forget what it means schadenfreude i i, I literally learned from um is a, like a show 
No, I learned it from the, the puppet musical. Um, but it's a... <laughs> um, it sounds like a word to describe a very specific... Pleasure derived by someone from another person's... Uh, pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune. Oh, okay. Okay? And I see it with... You know, we're seeing it within the times of coronavirus. We're seeing that with people who are like... Oh, you weren't careful enough? Good. Fuck you. You know, now well, you have it, and I hope you have it, and I hope everyone that came in contact with you dies so that you feel badly and I'm good. Well, do There's you a ever, level of that. Do you ever feel that way about, you know, like comedy or careers or like things like that where you're kind of like... I try to steer oh, your away show from got that. canceled? Fuck you. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 get, I think we're all guilty of it. Yeah. You know, I, I see it front row center when I watch The Bachelor. The Bachelor this season, Barbara, the Mm -hmm. mom of Peter, Peter's the Bachelor, he ends the season, and his mom gets so involved with this whole thing. I watched the finale, so I do know what you're talking about. I have a lot of opinions on this. It was so amazing to me to watch these women yell at Barbara, like, that's an imagine being her daughter-in-law. Imagine this. Oh, Barbara's awful. Barbara's this. And it's like, if you want to, I'll give a quick recap. The recap is... Peter chooses uh, Peter's face between Madison and and Hannah Ann. and Hannah Ann. Barbara likes Hannah Ann, doesn't like Madison, right? And is very, very vocal. vocal about it. And and it's like, you know, a lot of people out there were like, "How could a person be like this? How could a woman be like this?" I'm like, "Yeah, but this is within all moms." I did think like, it was weird. The only thought I think I thought was weird about the mom was that she was like, kind of seemed to be taking the girl side over her sons. I well, here's. Can I explain what happened? I know exactly. Okay. Moms with two boys, moms with They're only the sons no are offense. tough. The worst. <laughs> I've seen it only myself. Sons, yeah. and moms with only sons are the worst because they've been queen of the roost. Queen of the castle for the Queen entire, of the castle yeah. their whole life, many years. And this is what happened. Right. Madison's a religious person. You're the woman in the family and you... And- you're, you're used to whatever you say being the, the thing. And yeah. So like this is the thing where I kept talking about how Barbara is empathetic and people were like, no, fuck her. No mother should have to. And it's like, yeah, but you guys are in this world of like talk shit on people. And it's like, no, no, no. Give her a fucking shot. A, a mom with two boys. She meets one girl who's obsessed with her son and another girl who looks at her son and goes, you know, we have different values. The minute a woman tells a, a mother that she has different values than her son. That means she is telling the mother, you raised your son wrong. My values I was brought up with are different than the ones you brought up your son with. But Hannah Ann was still like yelling at Peter being like, you're not a man. This is after the blah, fact. Blah, blah, blah. No, but she was, cla- she, you see, they panned her in the studio audience. She's clapping I when get she's it. saying all that shit. This makes sense yeah. because here's what happens. Madison says my values differ with your son. Okay. Okay. That is now to Barbara, crazy mom. Right. She's, she, hit, she's hit a sensitive spot. She t- takes that in as I raised my son wrong. So now it's me versus her. Okay. Then you saw in that studio audience segment, Madison is sitting with Peter and Peter goes, hey, mom, you got to relax. You have to. I think if you got to know each other, you'd like each other. Now the son you brought up is siding with another woman. Right. So now... He, she and then she has that famous line where she's like, you know, you're it's you, not gonna. He's gonna, gonna have, fail to succeed. Fail to succeed. Yeah. And she's saying that like, go walk off with another woman and see how it goes with her. You'll see. 
I'm your mom. Mom knows best. That's why she's cheering for Hannah Ann. She's cheering for Peter to come crawling back to her and say, you know what? You were right. That chick doesn't think that you raised us right and she sucks. I still think it's weird to get that emotionally invested in... It's all weird. I mean, go look at any Facebook comment section and you see people yelling at each other in the same way. Well, yeah, that's true. But like, I mean, just re- the reaction when he says he picked the girl, it's kind of like, this isn't your wife. It's it's a, all <laughs> personal, it's all emotional, and it's all about tone. Like, right. it's all about... It's and it's a you even saw the husband. She was sitting next to the husband and he put his she was like, and what do you think, Peter Senior? And he just puts his head down like, oh, whatever the fuck this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to live with her, (laughs) you know, and it's like the and it is this world that men don't understand this, you know, this pecking contest, this this race that's been going on. And we have no idea what it means, too. It's just about different shit. It's about different shit. Yeah. So we. And ours like is said, also sports, career, sports and, whatever. And, and, and career, but like also physical. Mm-hmm. Ours turns into a fight. Ours turns into a, uh, you know, into like not. I think the fight is done differently too. Right. Where it's like, oh, you know, like even Barbara put up an Instagram post of her and her friends singing, you don't love me. You, you know, like, like you doing, don't own me. You don't own me type of shit. And it's like. What does this all mean? And then like girls were sending it to me being like, oh, look at her. Look at this slap back or clap back. And I was like, I don't know what this fucking means. You right. know, this is a fight that I don't even understand. Well, it's, it's very, uh, it requires a certain level of like pettiness and emotional intelligence Abs- to really sit through absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's what and, we're geared to And that's to what you know. guys, a lifetime of it. So when I say... Yeah, I'm excited to move in. Whoa, this is going back to the table. Yeah, well, it's funny. I mean, we had, if you guys want to, you guys should go back and listen to some old episodes while you've got all this time. Mm-hmm. But we had Whitney Cummings on mm-hmm. um, very early on. You guys should listen to that episode. She talks about like why women do this, though, like the female brain. She was like, she, dr- she, was, promoting she was in that her movie. movie. Yeah. But essentially, it's about like how you had to be like acutely aware of all these, like st- women are just much more aware of like social cues in that sense of like heightened heightened like they have to be like on heightened awareness for like danger to the relationships or mm-hmm. danger to your social sure. circle it's just kind of like your evolutionary it's how, you, you know it's, it's how you were brought up thing. in years and years and yeah. relatives on relatives yeah it's a, it's all interesting i'm you know i mean i i think this kind of quarantine section is a nice pre She's already annoyed with me. She's already seeing that. I, it, it is funny to, to like go, oh, I was the problem. You know, right. there's a lot of, I don't think anyone would want to live with me. Um, yeah. So I like, you know, good luck to her. You know, like. Yeah, but now you know what, but it's also like, this isn't even what it's like to live together. I know. It's not this like not this the, when you live yeah, together. It's not the day to day Right. Like the, I mean, it's like this on the weekends when you live together, but mm-hmm. it's not like this seven days a week. It's a crazy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a situation that no one no one that you know has lived through. Let's do some emails. So you I thought, ready? Yeah, I thought this was an interesting email. Um, I thought about it a lot last night. So this someone writes in, Hi, J&J. My ex's mom just passed away. What's the etiquette on reaching out? Don't want to be an asshole for not reaching out, but don't want to be selfish for doing so. I'm guessing I'm overthinking this, but would love to hear your thoughts. Mm, very interesting. Do you have any thoughts? I have, I have thoughts. I thought about this a lot because I was, um, and I asked some people because I have a lot of time these days. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think if you broke up less than two years ago, you should reach out 
say something nice with no, without asking any questions. Interesting. And then and if you broke up more than if you broke up more than that, not necessary. Mm. I I I disagree. You disagree. I disagree with putting a timestamp on it. Really? Yeah. I I, I don't think um, your co- your high school girlfriend's mom passes away. Are you texting her? And I come across the information. Yeah. Yeah, I would text. You text her. Yeah, because I'm not sexually attracted to them, or I'm not invested in this relationship. So you think, I think almost the opposite? I think the opposite. I think if you are, I think here's what you need. I think it can be selfish, but you have, you can only drive your bus. Okay. So my thought on this, and a lot of people are asking this question about like coronavirus and quarantine people. Should I check in on? Right. You know, my ex had lung disease. You know, my <laughs> my ex doesn't isn't good about this stuff. When you say my ex isn't good about this stuff, that makes me think you're emotionally still involved in them and you're thinking of them in a romantic way. Right. When you say my ex's mom passed away, okay, here's what I would say. If you are over, you have to be honest with yourself. If you're over the relationship, then you can text. I kind of almost feel like it's the, not the opposite, but. Like if we broke, if we were dating and we broke up mm. tomorrow, and then your mom dies on Friday, like I, I'm clearly not over the relationship. Let's say you broke up with me on on tomorrow, and and whatever sure. your mom dies on Friday, God forbid. Um, I'm, I'm gonna text you because we were, I, you were in my life a week ago. Of course, but you also, this is kind of back to my point, is that when you, so maybe not that you're over it emotionally, but you have to separate. That this is a care text for someone that you had a relationship with from this is something that will get me back in with them. Right. If 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 you look back down the, the lines of life and go, well, we got back together because his mom passed away and I got back. Maybe that wasn't the healthiest way to get back together. That's you how know? a lot of people probably get back together. If you watch Vanderpump Rules, that's... Uh, I'm sure it happens. That's, I'm, sh- right. I'm sure. But I would say to me, if you're texting someone to... You have to... Your text has to be genuinely to wish them well with a dead relative. If mm-hmm. it's not, you have to hold back and realize it's not. Well, I think the closer that you are to dating, um, <clears throat> the more it's going to be harder to, to sift between the two, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. I think it's kind of like... But that's, but that's what you have to be prepared for. You need to be prepared for what's going to come back from the person because they might see it as oh they're trying to get back and maybe I'm thinking about them more and this was nice and wow we texted again I think it has to be hey uh, I'm I'm sure times are tough right now I just want to send my condolences hope all I, I, I no questions no hope questions all is well. hope all is right. well thinking of you or I would just right, thinking of you right hey I heard the horrible news I hope uh, I hope my, you're doing my thoughts okay. are with you uh what was the last line I said? Hope all is well. I mean, it's not. Not hope all is yeah. well. I get away from hope all is well. Yeah, I, I, I think, agree with that. Yeah. Upon second, upon further reflection, get away. Get away um, well, it's like, hey, I heard the horrible Don't, news. But no, let me know if there's anything I can do. No, no, no. You, you got to shut it off. Hey, heard the horrible news. My thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. Boom. Done. What if that person comes back at you with... Let's. What's the response? What What could the hypothetical response be? Thanks. Um, yeah, we're really just trying to get through this and deal with it. Um, how was everything with you? I'm doing well. I can't imagine. My thoughts and prayers are with you. 
Again, you, you're a political a candidate. Double, a yeah, double, yeah, my double, thoughts, thoughts or double prayers thoughts are with and you. prayers. Yeah, that's you. You get out right. because that that person that they're on the, the the selfish part is to not be a little bit cold. The selfish part is when you go. Everything's been good, you know, with COVID going around. It's a little high at times, but you know, I have been thinking about you. There it is. Right. You're four seconds away from I have been thinking about you, which. You should be thinking about the person. They're an ex. They're someone that's been in your life. You're going to go review the timeline of your life. That's going to happen. But that's but, why I think if it's, if it's been long enough, I think if it's like, if it's been years since you've been together, you're not going to be, the person doesn't like, like you're not that person for that person anymore. Of course. But also it's nice to hear from anybody. I think like what during a time of crisis, time, time would of you, need. Would you want to hear from, if it was you, would you want to hear from, from your ex of five years ago? Would that make if you feel I, better? It wouldn't make me feel... If I did, I would appreciate it, and then I would move on from it. I'm over them. Right. You know, but, like, I, I don't think... I think this is only a problem to the people who aren't over it. And if you're not over it, then maybe it's not time to reach out. So you're saying don't reach out if, you're, if you if still you have any kind of emotions about it. the temptation of them speaking to you on fine terms that it will feel... You'll go... Because what happens is you go, Wow. Remember, this is how we used to talk. Yeah, but this is like this is like wartime, you know, texting. So let's like say, all, okay. you know, like you have, you know, you gotta have to abide by certain right. rules when someone dies. Let's say you break up. This happens six months later. You're not full. Three months later, you're not fully over it. I'm sending a text. You're still. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're gonna send the text even if you're you have hey, emotions about it because it's the it's like the right thing because to do. because it's the right thing to do because of the proximity that they were in your like of how important they were in your life at one sure. point. Hey, I heard the horrible news. My and thoughts and prayers are with your family. Please send my best. Boom. I'm out. Okay. So I don't answer a single text saying, after that. You send this to anyone? Yeah, I would. I mean, even if you still I, feel. I've had instances in my life where I haven't sent the text, haven't called, and it sticks with you. You know, you... Right, because you can't... You can't undo that. And then the farther you get away, the more you're like, man, it's weird. I should have sent it. Now it's years later and I'm still thinking about it. Like, right. You know, I, guess, I, I just think... I just think sometimes it fucks with that person more than, than it... I, I think if that's the case, then that person... Well, needs to speak people, with someone needs to speak to a professional like then the person if you can texting needs to yeah the person texting doesn't need to seek a professional if that's their only text if how you been i've been thinking about you if you're doing that to someone while they're going through a hard moment in their life then you're fucked up but i'm saying you could say that thing and it could still inadvertently make the other person kind of like it reminds it reminds yeah, them of someone that they used I, to i i always think of um the intention. The intention is is bigger than the than what comes out of it. I think of the what the like the way it would affect the person they were texting. I'm not on that side. I I, I don't. I think everyone's trying to get by. Everyone's trying to do the right thing. Everyone's trying to go through life without being evil. Mm-hmm. You know, we we like to think that there's like this group of people out there that are just like living every day. Okay. To fuck with our lives. And it's like, no. And I think if someone, you know, six months out, your mom dies and you go, hey, just want to. And if that person twists that to be, oh, you're trying to fuck with me while my mom. It's like, right. There's nothing you could have done. You're just trying to be nice and offer, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, and then the someone say, well, why do you need to offer? 
Why do you need to be the person? It's like, yeah, I just, I, I feel bad if anyone's mom dies. You know, right. like I. I it, what if it was something incredible that happened to them? Like, good. I don't think you need to. Then it's <laughs> like, a no. It's a no because then it, it, it's, it's like, why are you watching my life so much? Like. You heard, you heard, someone heard that you, uh, I don't know, won the lottery. <laughs> Hey, I'd be like, oh, you're looking for some money now. You know, like, I don't know if someone like, let's say, like, let's say I, uh, let's say I do the Tonight Show. Okay. Let's say I yeah. get the Tonight Show and a girlfriend, an ex-girlfriend of mine is like, hey, I just saw you on the Tonight Show. That was so cool. And I remember back in the day when you were doing open mics and we were dating and I just want to say it was cool for me to see that from you. I would go, wow, that's the nicest thing in the world. I, I, I appreciate that you thought enough of me and felt a part of it in a certain part of my life like i would feel nice about that but i would but i don't think that would bring me down the road of like oh well what could have been well it wouldn't because you're like not in that state but what if, i know what if you were like, i, I think you be. underestimate the amount of time that it takes most people to get over um breakups that might be true but i also you know i'm probably underestimating it but i I also believe in like the other, like just looking at the other side, like, oh, they did that because they wanted to. Like it was the intention. I just believe in looking at the intention of, of most right. things. Like, yeah, if you, if you believe that person is purely intentioned. Yes. I, I like to believe in that. I mean, and I, I guess I'm overestimating people's purity. I mean, pure intentions are more of a big deal in the, when the bad thing happens than when the good thing happens. If the good thing happens, the thing has to be on national news. Okay. You can't <laughs> show that you've stalked them. Yeah, yeah. It right. has to be make the news. Right. It's like getting Instagram verified. Yeah, you I, have to have had articles written about you for this to be verified. I've had people um, reach out in the We've talked about yeah, that. in the good in the good news way. And how did you feel? Like, again, like I mean, like I don't think you have to like not be over something to be like still kind of be like I don't. I don't really give a shit if you like think this is cool. Like I don't want to hear thirty from you. under thirty. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, do you have re people reach out exes? Um, other stuff. I don't think about that, but other stuff. Yeah. And what was your response to them? Fuck off. <laughs> I think I probably just like didn't answer. I think it's okay to not answer it's too. Like, yeah, it's like I don't want to get into a conversation. With you, but he, that's the other really? thing, though. It's okay to see that text go. That was nice. Right. I'm not going to go down gonna, that road, yeah, because it brings up bad feelings. Right. I mean, even the, the thing that we had talked about in like the January episode, it was kind of like, it's kind of like I know what you're doing. Some, mm. There's some people who text, and it's kind of like I know what you're doing, especially for guys. I mean, there's probably less so for girls than it happens for guys, where it's like with those toxic situations where it's like you're using this as a way to like restart something that you're eventually so, going to fuck with me on. You're making me rethink my statement from the Do you beginning. know what I'm saying? I hear you because so it should be, I think if you're over it, you reach out. Right. And you haven't gotten back together in the past. Okay. That's a new statement based so, on my experience. If you've yeah. had one breakup and it ended, you're allowed to text. Okay. If you've had, if it's one of those multiple breakup people, on again, off again things, right on the side of no. Well, text. that's that was those situations. That was a lot of the times those situations were like, I'm getting the text and I'm like, I know, I know what you're Here doing. Here we go right. again. And yeah. it's, but it's it's kind of like one of those things where you always talk about the in. You know what I mean? There's 
you can't argue that that person's wrong. Like I was just so happy for you. Yeah, yeah, it's the inarguable. But it's like I know you're full. Like especially with the good things, because mm-hmm. the good things aren't like it doesn't seem predatory when you're just like, oh, awesome job. It's like yeah. I know what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> and then awesome job. How you been? Right. Yeah, that's how it goes. Exactly. Those are the ones you know. And the next thing you know, the person is like uh, pulling away after you've been sleeping <laughs> with them for two months, and you're like, "How did I get here? I, I, prob- I, I thought I had such the good, I had the great thing going on." <laughs> you're probably wondering now, how I ended up here. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so I'm saying it's like you had the upper hand, and then that person yeah. like sneaks in with the like awesome job, good for you. I'm so excited for you. Let's do drinks this week right. and celebrate. Yeah, yeah. I uh, next thing you know, you're like crying alone in your but it in also your room. takes your the thing is, there's. Well, that's why I don't we, answer we, those people. We can't absolve ourselves yeah, of self responsibility. Yeah, that's fair. And the self responsibility there is to go, uh oh, no, I won't get drinks with you this week. Right. You know, like, well, well, cool. How you been? It, well, it, what happens is what that does. We have a lot of people that write into here and DMs and all this stuff where they're like, here's a situation um, that they're like, you know, we 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 got together. We you know, the the best time to hook up with someone is after you've broken up. So they'll okay. go, okay, we broken up, and now we're still now we started texting again, and now he's like, hey, meet up with me. This is the best entree right. to meet up with me because now the there's an outside force. Well, it's like the birthday text. The the treaty has been lifted. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, the birthday text or the mom passed away. Hey, I heard about your mom. I'm so sorry. Then you answer. You have some nice banter. Then a week goes by. It's like, hey, you out tonight? The you out tonight is almost okay now because the last text on the phone isn't go fuck yourself. (laughs) You know, if you one scroll up is a beautiful text to your mom. Yeah. No one does four up. Where it's like, you're uh, a yeah. piece of shit. I'm sorry, I can't do this. Yeah, like, <laughs> a lot of this is a buffer between your shitty text right. well, to the next are you up text. Because the easiest person to end it with is the person you've already ended it with. Because you're like, well, we already wrote the contract. You said, I told you I don't want a serious relationship. You knew not that's to what come I'm saying. here. A lot of the times as a woman, you kind of have to be on defense. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people, there's a lot of men who like will are will use those things to... And they don't really care about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's under the. It's the worst thing about those things. Is they're under the guise of like of niceties. Of I care about you, and I'm excited for you, and I'm happy for you, and it's selfless. It's mm-hmm. under the guise of selflessness, but it's not. It's actually just like their it's, way. It's, in. it's to add blue onto the phone. Right. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 
timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do some emails. You ready? Mm-hmm. Awkward sex? Yeah, you got it. Hey, J&J. Big fan of the podcast, so I know I should get straight to the point. I've been seeing this guy for about four months. We've had the exclusive talk. One thing I noticed about him right off the bat is that he is constantly chewing gum. He do- It doesn't really bother me, but it definitely gets something I've noticed. The other day, he came over and we started making out. He excused himself to go to the bathroom and I assumed he went to spit out his gum. He came back, went down on me, and we ended up having sex. Afterwards, we were having a post-game sex snuggle and all of a sudden, he starts chewing his gum again. I, I asked if he had it in his mouth the entire time and he said, yeah, he tucks it into the back of his mouth when we make out so it doesn't accidentally end up in my mouth. I have no idea how this guy does it because I really thought he spit it out. Then it suddenly occurred to me that he went down on me with the gum in his mouth. I asked if it tasted like pussy at this point. <laughs> what an wow. abrupt like U-turn in this conversation. That hey, got you sexual. Gu- is that gum in your mouth? <laughs> oh, I thought you spit it out when you... Uh, so do you make out with me? Like, oh, my. Uh, you make out... Like, what is ask me. Is, it- <laughs> is that gum in your mouth? Yeah, 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 yeah. When we make out, I tuck it you know, to the back of my mouth. So you just go down on me with this gum in your mouth? Yeah, I just tuck it up into the mouth. Does it taste like pussy? Actually, I want to be the that? woman. Let me yeah, be I the think woman. you should be Ready? the woman. You go. Okay. So, hey, did you have a uh, gum in your mouth when we were making out? Uh, Yeah. I like, you know, I put it in the back of my mouth so it doesn't, you know, you can't even tell. Really? Hmm. That's crazy. I never thought about that. Did you have it in there when you went down on me? I, again, I put it in the back of my mouth. You can't even tell. I just, I don't like to waste a good piece now, of gum. Now, I want you to tell me something. Does that gum taste like pussy? So this girl's a, a man. <laughs> <laughs> just 
such a truck. She takes a drag of a cigarette. Oh my god. Does that gum taste like pussy? Oh my god. <laughs> I love this that. whole thing is making me so uncomfortable. I asked him, uh, I have no idea. Uh, then it suddenly occurred to me that he went down at me with the gum in his mouth. I asked if it tasted like pussy. At this point, he said no, but it doesn't help cancel out the it doesn't help cancel out the flavor either, since it's lost its mintiness before we started <laughs> making out. <laughs> These are, everyone oh is being God. too honest. I know this is like medical procedure. I asked him to never please do that again uh, because I don't want to end up going to the doctor because there's gum stuck in my vagina. He said he thought about spitting it out, but he didn't want to ruin the moment. <laughs> I've, I've been, <laughs> it is a little like ooh, kissing oh. down the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Uncom- unpleasant. He said he thought he about it in your sheets. <laughs> I've, I've been seeing this guy for four months now, and I can't stop wondering how many times he's gone down to me with the gum in his mouth. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I've never heard of anything like this happening uh, my group chat before. Um, we, she says, calls it gum or cum. I like it. Gum or cum. Um, bubblicious. Bubblicious. Um, Trident trauma. I like that. Uh, bubblicious boy, bubblicious, uh, bubble boy, bubblicious bubble boy, boy That's good. That's um, good. winter green Gary, <laughs> my Gary, <laughs> I don't know. Just give him a name. Um, have, so you chew, you say you chew a lot so of gum, we've right? We've talked about this yeah, on a you, past you've episode. About that. She, this was at the have you end. Ever done this? I've definitely done this. Really? Absolutely. The thing to- I've told you. I don't know what episode You're it was. You're chewing them now? No, I'm not. Okay. But I don't know what episode it was. We It was at the yeah, end of an talk, episode. Yeah. We talk about how I always have gum in my mouth, and I'll put it in the back, so top right-hand corner of my cheek. Do men have, like, a special spot in their mouth that females don't have? I don't know. Well... I've never heard of any... I think men have more practice with gum. I think maybe that's it's not like a good <laughs> look for women. They're exposed more gum early I, I, on. Like I, I don't. I've never been told I look like a horse with gum in my mouth. I can see how some women might get from a grandmother that it's not right. ladylike. I feel like you, maybe we've gotten more like spit out Shit, your gum. Yes, whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But for me, I put in the top cheek of my mouth. Storage. Interesting storage facility. I never knew about. And but it never gets in the way. I've never had an issue. One time, I went home with a girl. And we hooked up, and she woke, and it wasn't my gum. She got, we were both drunk. What? She had gum in her mouth. Was it different guy's gum? It was her gum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Gary. She woke up with a giant clump of gum in her hair. That is, maybe that's why we don't chew gum. Gum in your hair is like the worst thing that could ever happen. She had to like, and I remember we went you out have to for cut br- the hair. Out. Totally, this was in there too. Yeah, and I remember it, we, the closer it gets to the root, the more fucked up it is. It. We went out, and we. I remember we hooked up. This was years ago. We're That's at, why we don't chew gum. I forgot yeah, about that. And okay. it's the hair thing, because if you get drunk, it falls out of your mouth, and then it's in your hair. Yeah. So it fell out of her mouth. It got in her hair, and we went out for. And I like, I'll never forget it, because I remember. The next morning, she was kind of freaking out, a little bit embarrassed. I was like, it's cool, whatever. And I was like, let's just go for breakfast. You know, like, we'll... <laughs> me, you, and, and your gum. And your gum. But I remember her, like, putting her hair up in a way that, like, the gum went away. She had to cut it out, right? Had to have. And you have to. Yeah. I just remember that how embarrassed she was. And I felt bad because it wasn't that embarrassed. To me, I was like, it happens. You can't you wash that out. No, yeah. but we couldn't get out. It was, uh, it was in there real good. Um, but... I do think like I someone might be like, well, Jared, you keep it. I, I'm pretty skilled with putting. I mean, we did a whole podcast. You yeah. didn't even know I had gum in my mouth. 
So the idea of him going down on you, you're like, I don't want to go to the doctor because it'd be gum in my vagina. I think that's a little I dramatic. Can, I mean, I can <laughs> I can imagine a world in which that happened. I can, but I'm also imagining the world where Especially a guy who chews gum like, a lot. If you're the kind of girl who has like pubic hair, that's probably sure. terrifying. It is a little terrifying. Gonna cut it out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> so I don't know. funny. I mean, yeah, see. red flag or deal breaker. You're with a guy and you see this. I guess. I mean, it's like it's if he's if he's good at it. Whatever you know, whatever you got to do to get there. I mean, if a girl went down on me with gum in her mouth and, like, I felt the gum a little bit, I'd be like, this is cool. Oh, you're into it? Yeah, why not? A little, like, some silly putty on my my balls or some shit. I don't know. Okay. I, I think it's the more off-putting thing to me is if she got up and she's like, <laughs> if, if the girl went down on me and she goes, this gum tastes like dick. <laughs> what, if she, what if it was a girl who just chewed bubblicious constantly, like sugary, I'd be okay huge gum? I, I, well, one time, did I ever tell you the story? My, my buddy and I used to fuck with a friend of ours in an economics class. In college, we had a friend that was like really in economics class. Like she was like oh, so you, on yeah, the ball. You, and you and one day we went into class. Yeah, yeah. We, we sat on both sides of her and we both were like, he was like, you want some gum? And I was like, sure. And then he put a bubblicious in his mouth. I put a bunch of yes, in my I mouth. Yes, I remember the story. And then he goes, you want another piece? And I go, sure. And then we both had three pieces of Bubblicious in our mouth, and we just sounded like horses or like cows, just like. Ugh, that poor girl. And I remember she was so into the class. She wanted to get her homework done. And she's like, she had to get up. She like freaked out. She's like, this is, a, I gotta get out of here. And we like high five. You're probably on her list of like people. She also, <laughs> the Scheiden, whatever the fuck it's the called. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. She's waiting on me to die. Waiting for all your shows to be canceled. Just, just I, I, yeah. Crossing you off the list. Yeah, with lipstick. <laughs> you guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy. They're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt. It's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems. And it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. 
L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's hit Okay. My boyfriend and I have been dating for over a year uh, through him being in grad school, and now we both, we're both working in the real world. We live an hour away as I live in the city and he lives at home, so most of our relationship is bound to the weekends. It makes the weekends always exciting, and we have an amazing time together. But being in a weekend relationship is taking its toll. I wonder my, I consider myself a pretty independent person, but when in a relationship, my love language is quality time. So spending as much time with my significant other as possible is important to me, but he is different in the sense that he needs more personal time. This weekend, for example, he mentioned it'd be nice to have a regroup weekend for some personal time, but to me, I'd be just as content with a relaxing weekend together. How do I compromise this and not think, okay, now we won't see each other for two weeks now or, or think, why doesn't he want to spend relaxing time with me? I guess the main question would be, how do you both balance both balance your relationships, jobs, friends, family, and alone time? Does it just come down to different priorities? So this is this kind is a of... a non-COVID question. Non- <laughs> <laughs> to me, uh, this is the problem with the love languages. Well, This becomes a... And we talk about it a lot mm-hmm. in this podcast, saying before being. You okay. know, where someone's like, well, I'm an introvert. Right. So I, I like my alone time. I like my alone time. And then they get with someone, then all of a sudden they're not such an introvert anymore. Right. So the problem with the love language thing is this giving people um, an out for being actually in relationships. But he mean? could be like, well, you know, this guy could be like, I'm not really into, you know, she, what did she say her love language was? Like uh, quality time. Quality time. He's like, well, that's not, that's number five on my list. Number one on my list is, I'm a real big uh, go out with my friends for three beers and speak to you once a week in between blowjobs guy. That's my <laughs> That's love, love language. language. You know what it's I mean? Acts of service. But, yeah, acts of service. Yeah, get to it, bitch. You know, like. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, right. this is where it comes in as a problem because, like, I like my alone time too, but I also spend every minute with Jess, you know, sitting around doing nothing like she wants to do. Well, do you ever have have un like unmatched? wanting for alone time and you know, being together you know there's a night like you know a couple weeks ago um i was done with shows and she was like hey why don't you stay at my place why don't you come over and i was like well i have a meeting in the morning i'm, I'm gonna go stay at home and she was like oh that sucks and i'm like yeah it sucks didn't work out tonight tomorrow we'll chalk it up you know like and it's as easy as that it does when the minute it becomes well this is my love language is the minute it's like oh you're trying to mask having an uncomfortable conversation with each other you so you think he's trying to like get out of this? I think he's trying to separate from you in a way that 
he's trying to tell you the type of relationship he wants. Right. I think it's this could be related to anything. I think it could be like he doesn't text me ever. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean, I think and what we I go back to what we always say about owning your standards. So it's kind of like, okay, that's what he wants, but what do you want? You want to spend yeah. more time together. You want a partner who wants to spend every weekend together, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Him not wanting to do that is also fine if he finds the right person. Sure. He's not that guy. It right. might not be the match. Right. And well, that's what I'm saying. It's more about like, why doesn't he want it? I think you, it's very easy to take this personally. And I've done this before mm-hmm. to be like, you know, what it, like, am I annoying him? Am I an annoying person? Am I being clingy? Should I say something? I don't want to be, is- I don't want to be cool. I'm going to be chill. But I also like, I also really want to hang out with him. But this is the problem with the love languages thing. It's, it, it immediately becomes a, well, we can work it out if we just figure out the language. And it's like, no, you can't. This ain't figuring it itself out. You two are not a match. He is trying to stay far enough away from you to fuck and not be responsible for you at the same time. But if he really cared about her and he knew that meant a lot to her, maybe he would just do it. Of course. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, right, yeah. Listen. But she doesn't even sound like she's she's entertaining that she's said anything to him though yeah because she's sitting there going well i want to respect his language and i have my language i know how i am she's putting the blame on herself which isn't fair right she can say "I, i think this is like the same going back to like paying for the bill like if you dump someone because they didn't pay for the date that's okay Right, if you dump someone because they don't the want, because they're not trying to hang out with you on the weekends, that's also okay. That's also okay. You're gonna be just the nicest person that will want that, right, with you. And I think when someone like doesn't even meet you, like she, this whole email is from the perspective of how do I meet his love language? Right, it's not that's how does saying, he the meet standard mine? Thing, yeah, yeah. It does, he, there's no point in this where she goes, well, she does. He won't hang out with me. When I say it's important to me and I should probably leave right. this guy, right? You know, it's like, it's not that he's if, to relate it back to texting. It's like, it's not that how do I get him to text me more? It's like, how do I find a guy who wants to text in the same frequency that I do? I, and I think in these cases, my best advice, it's okay to be mad because oh, you think so. Oh, absolutely. To go, Hey, it's fucked up. You didn't come hang out with me. I'm, I'm sitting at home doing nothing. I'm quarantined. I thought we'd be quarantined <laughs> together. You know, it's like that type of thing right. where you go, Hey, um, it's really disappointing me that you didn't show up. And then he'll either fix it or not. Because, and if he doesn't, that shows you how much responsibility he wants for you. Yeah, you're giving them like, a, everything is a little test. I mean, like, you don't want to think that you're being tested in a relationship, but especially, in, especially in the beginning, everything that you're saying is like, we're going to see how close we can come to each other on this thing. But if you never say your point of view, then the other person then you have to go to the other person's side. Work, it's, not, no, it's no one going to the middle. With working at night, you realize, like I would have a lot of times where Jess would go, hey, she would get mad at me. And there were a lot of pressure points in where we are now that started with us like on the edge of a breakup. Where we'd be sitting there and she's going, you either make me feel like you want to date with me or you leave this relationship. And... You know, I got better and we figured it out and we talked more about it. You there know, was a, there was a citywide shutdown. Citywide <laughs> shutdown. And we, really we closed all that. restaurants. And we <laughs> really helped you make those decisions. Yeah. I, man, I helped us out a lot. But I'm saying when it, well, my point with that is yeah. that like the next week we did have a date. Right. Well, and, that's what... and, and I did say to her, here's my schedule for the next week. And no, I wouldn't do that for someone I met a week ago. 
Yeah. Like, uh, if, if, if a weekend she was like, I need to know your schedule next week because I don't feel valued in this relationship, I would have said, this is too early for me. And yeah. I would have been out. Right. And I feel like, and we talked about this too before, it's like ultimatums get a really bad rap, mm-hmm. but ultimatums are really like, here's my standard. Yeah, I think it's, I think they get a bad rap because a lot of times it's like, you're making him choose between you and his life. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're making the person choose between a compromise and no compromise. Right. And if you are in a negotiation, we've brought that metaphor up a lot on this podcast. Both parties leave not getting everything they want. Exactly. But if you care about the person, you're still you're still in in negotiations. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, the minute you're like, this isn't worth a negotiation to me. I'm out. Fuck this contract. This, but this love language thing has made it really easy for people to act like assholes right. without compromising. So they go, I'm just the sarcastic one. No, you're the bitch. Right. You're the dickhead who says uncomfortable things to make people feel uncomfortable because you have low self-esteem. That's who you are. But you're not... What's that? What does that have to do with the love language, though? I'm saying this is because people do with their love language. Well, I'm a person who needs quality time. <laughs> and if I don't get it at all, then I won't have... Then you have to... You're not being with me. And it's like, all right... Well, how about you get the quality time that the other person, and then the other person goes, well, I'm a, I like, you know, gestures. <laughs> it's like, okay, like, okay, then what the fuck are we talking, you're not, this isn't Hogwarts versus Hufflepuff. Right. You yeah, know? I think if you use them loosely, they're good. Sometimes people can take them to an extreme of like. To me, this is an extreme. Right. I agree. Like, the fact that she's like, well, I have to bounce around his his act of gesture and he's not a quality time person. No, 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 no. Everyone's a quality time person. Right. I think they can be used as an excuse for mm. something that's not working on a different level and you can blame it on that sure. when it's not the case. Oh, he doesn't probably. like sitting on the couch with someone? Right. <laughs> like- <laughs> when it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. 
for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. You ready? I'm ready. I've been dating my amazing boyfriend for four years and we've had the most loving, uh, we've had for the most part, a loving and healthy relationship. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) here it goes sometimes you read these emails in the first line you know it's gonna get serious (laughs) like she just goes four-year relationship loving for the most part a loving relationship here we go i was like what an idiot no just kidding thank you for writing in (laughs) recently (laughs) we agreed that at the end of our lease this summer we would move in together it felt extremely right and mutual uh, she wrote mutuals in all caps. <laughs> Mutual. <laughs> when we he had- was very excited. He <laughs> said it was great. <laughs> when we had the discussion, but since then, things have felt off. And I'm finding myself slightly annoyed and sad and feeling there's a lack of effort on his end. I feel like he hasn't made much of, the, of his normal effort. Isn't really, quote unquote, there for me fully the way he has been. And I want him to be. And I kind of seem lower priority and short. I can't help but uh, feel this. he is not trying to... That like he is trying to quote unquote live it up before he moves out of his place with his roommates and best friends, uh oh, or just having cold feet in general. Both of these would be okay if he just communicated this to me. Instead, I feel like he's been kind of distanced, and I feel like bringing things up. Uh, may he might rebut by saying I'm not. I'm but saying I'm moving in with you. I don't want to feel like I constantly owe him a pass or I'm pushing him into this by any means. I've told him a few times now that if he wants to wait another year, that's fine by me. And he reassures me he really wants to move in. I also don't want to move in if we're on shakier ground. I feel like um, we're on now. If we're on the shakier ground, I feel like we're on now. What do you suggest with this? I want him to have his fun and his, with his friends, but I also don't feel... don't. Bless you. Just sneeze. Just a sneeze. Doesn't it feel weird? They're coming for you. (laughs) Ah, No! I have allergies! (laughs) It does feel like a scary time. I coughed before and I felt like you can't do that in public anymore. Uh, No, To get into just like pulling out your penis. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I run into a fucking alleyway. Um... I don't want to feel like I constantly owe him a pass or I'm pushing him into this by any means. I've told him a few times now that if I want to wait another year. I also don't want to move in over and shake your ground that I feel like we're on now. What do you suggest with this? I want him to have his fun with his friends, but I also don't want don't like that it seems like he's acting like this is the last months of fun <laughs> he'll ever have in his life. I am starting to think that we're not in the right space to move in together. I guess my main fear is that he's not being completely honest with me and there were some resentment in the future. I know I need to just have a talk with him, but I'm worried I will push him further away. Would love your thoughts on how to handle this. Thank you. What do you think? Um, I think the I I feel like it reminds me of the guys who like, you know, have prostitutes to their villa on their bachelor party. Sure. It's kind of like, what are like, you're acting like the kind of like what she's saying. Like you're acting like this is like your last hurrah. Like you're about to be like you're going yeah. to prison. It's not this, a good feeling. Well. I did air, we did talk a little bit about this in the last episode. Right. Just the difference between men the and women. The excitement thing, yeah. And the excitement thing. And the, this episode too, because you just moved in. I just moved in. Right. Let me read, sometimes the answers are in the email. 
I the things that we've spoken about is me not sounding excited when I am, but your actions. I, but I would say that my version of what I said sounds very different than her version. Not what I did say that a friend of mine said, well, you had a good run. That conversation did happen, but it wasn't you had a good run. Let's go to the strip club and get it out while we still can. <laughs> right. You know, that wasn't the end of that story. So when she writes, it feels like you don't want it that bad when you're trying to like get everything in before. Oh, this is bizarre to me. Right. Because I'm not doing this. This is very, again, I'm 10% away from the guy you're dating. This is 100% away from where I am, which makes me think he's not wanting to move it. Well, why not take the, I have friends, I have had friends that have done similar to this stuff like this. Right. And the relationships always end. I'm just saying. Why is that? The month of the bachelor part, you know, the minute right. they become like, when a guy becomes the groomzilla, when the guy is like, well, everyone get together for my going away party because I'm going away to like, you know, move in with my girlfriend. It's like, what? Right. Like I've never up. heard of yeah. it. Sound, and the idea that he's going from roommates to move in with you. Like right now, my life, the, the move in is like stressing me out because of like, we're not there yet. Like we're we're taping this before, but like the movement is stressing me out because of the logistical shit. The right. fact that we're going into quarantine and I need a moving company to come to undo my and I need people to move stuff out of my place and I have to get you know insurance to give to the doorman and to for the building to have movers come in. All this stuff stresses me out. I also own my place. I have renters. Right. So like, well, you're like a more of an adult. It sounds like than this guy who has the, the but roommates. I would think that all people going into a, I think men are way more in tune as we talked about in tune to like okay the logistics of this. None of the logistics include gotta have one more night with the boys, right? You know, like it just well, this is foreign to me. This is someone who is saying to his friends or his friends realize like we're you know. He thinks there's an ending to his fun that doesn't really... I don't really feel that way. I don't go into this movie being like, well, it's over. I'm like, no, there's a new beginning for something right. I'm ready for. You're not trying to overcompensate for... Yeah, I don't need like this. a Coke-filled binge with the boys. Right. You know, with a bunch of girls with hot tits. Like, that's not like my... That's not my going, yeah. moving in gift it, from the guys. It feels like the bigger hurrah you make about something, the more scared of it you are. Or the, Especially more, for the more you feel like you need to prove that you're you're not this person. Totally. And I think that's true of like girls with our 30th birthdays, birthday parties sometimes do or the, you know, something like that where it's like, I'm, I'm still young and fun. Yeah. And like, I don't trust <laughs> it from a guy because okay. again, no one else is excited for this. You know, right. like no one else is like, oh, you're moving in? Time to have the, you know, the big guy hang. Like so that's he's, never right, he's initiating all he's this initiating thing. all of this so well, if you were her so she already gave him the out she said if you want to wait another year i'm okay with that like nah, I'm a little, what do you I, what do you think she should do what's her next she step said here? a lot of things that kind of you know i feel bad for her situation i don't feel bad for her she's fine she's, but she mentions four years she mentions i'll wait another year she mentions shakier grounds that we're on now. Like, I want him to have his fun with his friends, but I also don't seem uh, don't like that he's acting like this is the last months of fun he'll ever have in his entire life. She's not, again, this is an email written, written from the perspective of her boyfriend's feelings. 
not from her own feelings. Mm-hmm. She feels uh, less loved. She feels like a side note to this guy's life or, or in the way of his fun life. And I think she needs to air the as not as part of the move. I think it has to be about more than the move. Hey, this relationship's kind of fucked up right now. Right. You're making me feel less valued in the way you're acting as we move closer to moving in together. And I don't really want to be with someone who's not ready to move in with me. I And I, I think for... I, I don't want to be with someone who four years in isn't positive and sure and is dancing excited. and is excited. I know you don't you like know, that like, term. I, I think, or acting like an adult with me on this road. Right. That would be my advice to her. I think she has to have a very tough relationship right. convo that starts with, we might need to break up. It starts with vulnerability. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing that you said is it comes with like, what is happening is making me feel less valued, less loved, and less like, like you feel like you're excited to or or you're yeah, excited be, and lucky to, to like be in this with me she brings up a great point because she goes hey, she's afraid of the defense of i'm moving in with you so if you say to him hey are you excited i'm moving what do you mean i'm excited because i'll i've said the same thing i'm doing it right so maybe but excited began it's not about excitement it's not about his tone it's not about the moving it's about hey this relationship is not working I'm right. not moving in with someone I don't love, and I really don't love you like this. Ooh, boom, burn, game over. Right, right. That seems. I right. feel like he would. He's gonna come around though. He would. He would he be might. like, oh, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna change. Blah, blah blah. He might. Here's seven things I need done from your end to like. I would be like, and make it like practical. Like, are the movers done? Did you clean out your apartment? Did you get you know but like? My issue with that is, and then you become like the warden. You know what yeah, I mean? that's fair. <laughs> that's yeah. why I mean, like, it's so hard to navigate that fine line. Um, and I experienced that in my relationship too. Between like, I don't want to be like constantly testing you, like making sure you got your yeah. homework done. Well, but I, I also want to like make sure that you got your homework done. <laughs> well, she needs to pick out one thing right. that hasn't happened yet. Like, because that's how I feel like you, you. We're always afraid of turning into like just like that nag. Yeah, the of mom. like yeah, like the person who's just nagging you Barbara. into all parts of your life. That's why we want you to be excited. Mm-hmm. Because the more excited you are, the less it feels like like we've got like a leash on you. Well, that, we don't I, like feeling like we have a leash on you either. It does. You can say you know your actions have been more excited for the parties before you move than the move itself. You know you haven't yeah. done one thing for the move, but you were able to like plan a going out night for you and the boys. Right. Like that could be referenced. I, I, but to me, the, the relationship is fucked up. Not, it's not about the move. I don't think they move in and then he goes, they go, woo, right. back to normal. Well, that's a lot of the times what happens when you feel like when you have these couples and they move in together, it's kind of like not, in order to almost not have to talk about the is- the real issues that are going on. Mm-hmm. And then they just keep moving forward without ever really like dealing with those things that are, that are happening, that are happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. that are, that they're just, they use like the, the moving on like the, the different life events as distractions from like really figuring out what they need to figure to out about the way to that fix they, the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 the, a real talk has to be without moving talk maybe involved. Right. I agree with that. Okay. Let's do some games. Let's do it. UUP at betches.com. UUP at betches.com. Red flag deal breaker. Go for it. Okay, you go on The Bachelorette and you win and get engaged. After the proposal, The Bachelor or Bachelorette asks you not to watch the show. 
If you ask why they don't want you to watch the show, they say that they want to focus on the relationship and future they have with you and not the past. Red flag or deal breaker? It's a good question. So, don't watch the show because they hypothetically... You go, you, so you, you go, go on, on the or Bachelor. they go on? I go on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. Okay? okay, you go on The Bachelorette. And I get engaged. Okay. After the proposal, the person who's gotten the fantasy suites with all the people... Okay. ...asks you don't watch. Oh, like at, we're both on the we're both on the show. You so there's um, okay. The I'm bachelor, the bachelorette. You're the bachelor, or let's say you're the bachelorette. Okay. I go on the show as one of the contestants. Okay, we win. You win. We're I, together. We're engaged. We're proposed. And then you say to me, "I think it's best for this relationship. Don't watch the show." Like, I think that's okay. I do too. I don't think it's hell. I I like I do. Everyone has that conversation where they go. Well, they had sex with three women six days before they got engaged. Yeah, we've That's, all had that. We've all had that thought yeah. of like, this show this seems a little, weird. This is a little yeah. fucked up. Um, well, it's, it's kind of like Love is Blind where the stakes are unnecessary, unnecessarily high. Yeah. Like, but on The Bachelor, at least you don't have to get married immediately. You could, you could like be like, hey, we're just together. We're going to figure this right. thing out. Yeah. Well, that's why that's the rebuttal to the, like the six woman sleep. Like in the real world, like if especially most most of these people don't get married for like a couple of years after this, it's more like we're still dating. We're still and, seeing yeah. how this thing works out. And then I decided to like delete some girls from my DMs. But this person saying them asking you is 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 really the issue. Well, there was a. Did you watch Andy Dorfman's season? I don't think I did. There was something on that where like he had written. He had written something. There was some game or something where he had written something and she like, she didn't want to know mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Whatever. Um, what would you, what would you say? I, if they asked that of me, I would understand where it came from. And I'd be like, you were in a very specific situation. It's only going to upset you. It's only going to upset me. Um, and you were in a situation. The problem for these people, the thing that people don't really reference is that like, then they kind of tore around each other now. So, like, not only did the person, like, you're engaged, but then the people that also fucked her are at Tao with you. You know, like, right. are, are, like, at the, you know, what the what's the festival they all fucked at? Stagecoach. They're at Stagecoach <laughs> at right. another stage. You go, hey, how you been? Right. It's not like, like you're in that world now. Like. And you don't want to not know things that those people know because then it's sure. embarrassing. Like, Hannah B., uh, picks Jed over Tyler C and Tyler C the whole story was that she was like I know I want to fuck you <laughs> so we shouldn't fuck right like what is that like for Jed if they wind up together I guess that's easier for me if I'm Jed I could go I, I understand lust <laughs> I understand and <laughs> I want to have sex with him too yeah yeah I get it well I mean if you think about it it's kind of like being one of our significant others and listening to the show sure yeah. You, I mean, it's not quite the same. You don't have to visually watch. I mean, if you Jess dating told someone me a else. story about her waking up in bed with a guy who got gum in his hair, I'd be like, yeah, that's a funny story. That's a, it's not like she's wake. She, you know, she didn't wake up with a guy and go, 
And I like if Jess told the story was like, and I'm waking up and I blow this guy. Ooh, <laughs> did it? I mean, oh, and I was sucking on the balls. That, I mean, you talk about girls that you've slept with, but I, I don't, I, I don't think. Am I? Maybe you could play it back right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm like, and I'm licking her butt. Oh, right. and all around the rim, and uh, oh, and she's screaming my name. You know, like I'm not right, and she looked nothing like. You know, like I'm not like going into those types of details. And it kind of does with the Bachelor, Bachelorette. Those details are there for you to see, right? I think there's a level of it with this, but it's not the same. But yeah, I agree. I don't think there's anything like it's also especially like when you're competing with those people and you got the person is just giving. Peter, it's was, okay to have some mystery in a relationship. Of course. I mean, Hannah was going to get married to Jed, and Jed was going to have a fiance who has a friend whose nickname is Peter Four Times Weber. <laughs> <laughs> for of the reason being that he had sex with her four times in a windmill. Well, so it'd be tough. It'd be tough. I, I think I would want, I'd have you to watch? watch the show. I'd watch anyway. I think I'd watch too, just so yeah. that I didn't feel like I was working with a different set of knowledge than the rest of the world. Yeah, you don't want to just, the, the blind. And someone mentioned yeah, something, yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> a windmill? <laughs> what is this windmill joke? Well, I don't I have get no it. Under- All right, yeah. Let's do another. All right. His last name is the same as your mom's maiden name, so it's unclear whether you're distantly related. Ooh, this feels like it was written in by a Hasidic person. <laughs> um, it's. Uh, I, I guess it's not. I would maybe you take a twenty-three and me, and you figure out it's not that much. I actually, I, I did have a boyfriend whose last name was the same name as my mom's maiden name. Really, I did. And yeah. did you have to feel weird? Did you check it out? It's only weird. It's only kind of weird because my middle name is my mom's maiden name. Mm-hmm. So that made it a little weirder. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, like no one cares, especially if it's a common name. Mm-hmm. It's like a Jewy name. Here we yeah. are. It, like, ma- it makes some sense. Right. This happens probably to Indian people all the time. Like yeah. Patel, like there's a million Patels at Smith. You know, like right. and like a lot I think I mean in- Eleanor Roosevelt, that was her maiden name also. Oh, I think really? they might have been like third cousins though. It was a different <laughs> different time. FDR and his what well, yeah. And his <laughs> Eleanor. Yeah. They were they and all, his she, cousin Eleanor. She was Re- she was Roosevelt also. That's weird. Different times. Different times. Everything's great, but they like all their own Facebook, Instagram, Twitter posts. They're self-liking. I have to say that it's always been a pet peeve of mine. Huge pet peeve of mine. It's like very, it's, it almost, I never understood it. It shows like a level, I'm not even sure what it shows, but it shows something that makes me uncomfortable. What do you think it means? I think it means they're like. Trying to get their numbers up? Yeah. And I think they're It's just, like a little pathetic. It's a little pathetic. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what do we care about at this point? Like what's, what's the one going to do for you? That's the other thing. Like, right. I guess it only makes sense if you like, I, I guess I would see this happening more on Facebook than any of the other, because Instagram, you get a lot more likes no matter what. Like the whole game of Instagram you is do. liking. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, but the whole game of Instagram and Twitter is likes and retweets. They were just like, I, I just really wanted to get to like 20. <laughs> That's 20. an important number to me. Yeah. Well, what is, a lot of people get mad when someone retweets their own tweets. Well, that I assume is to keep is to put it back to the front. The front, so right. I understand that. That makes more sense, especially if you're like an actual if comedian or someone, and not if you're just like. But when you go on Facebook person. and you're like a mom, and you're like, 
like stop vaccinating your kids mm. like you know like you like your own you're like right. especially uh, when you're the only person who likes it yeah go me yeah i point jared i think it's a red flag i think it, it screams of of caring what people think because mm -hmm. you're either trying to get that number up or you're like trying to self your priorities promote. are yeah. miss aligned it'd be a red flag i think i could still date that person realistically if everything else were perfect but i don't think everything else would be yeah i agree well given that fact jordana we did it again we did it what a fun 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 we got them out there thing. we got podcasts are out there hopefully we see each other soon yeah um everyone out there stay safe stay nice be good to each other and uh we'll be back next week this is the most uh like in endearing that i think we've ever been on a pot we're That's trying a weird mood we're trying <laughs> we're trying yeah. to be good to everybody but i guess you know someone's gonna be out there being like yeah, cats are yeah. i don't know <laughs> i you know, all we can say is that we hope for the best for everybody so Same. uh yeah. keep you know keep uh, listening hopefully this offered you the hour away from your own thoughts and fears and dreams that you know it gave us because you know sitting here and being normal about this it's fun for us too definitely so keep sending your emails uup at betches.com you up is hosted by jared freed and jordana abraham our editor is sean kilby social media by abby lloyd artwork by Brittany levine our podcast managers are mike coscarelli and sean kilby be sure to follow us at at uup pod on instagram and email your questions to uup at betches.com Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.